Chapter 9. Cassie. Tornado my butt, Marco said angrily. That thing was alive. We were watching TV in my living room. Jake, Marco, Axe and his human morph, and me, Cassie. It was afternoon. My parents weren't home yet, so we were safe, talking freely. The news was doing a special report. They had broken into a talk show to show film of what they described as a freak tornado. They were showing what was left of Darlene's house. The reporter was standing right where we'd had the pool party. You could see Darlene in the background with her parents, peeking through the wreckage. The storm hit late this morning, just before noon, the reporter said. Some young people were having a pool party, and they described a sort of funnel cloud that appeared quite suddenly out of a clear sky. Some of the kids who were here actually described it as seeming like a monster or a beast. But of course, they were quite frightened at the time. They were frightened, all right, Marco muttered. They were wetting their pants. I know. The house was virtually destroyed, the reporter went on. Almost miraculously, there were only some minor injuries. A few of the kids suffered abrasions and minor cuts. The house was fully insured. That's a good thing, Marco said dryly, because we're talking a lot more than a paint job needed there. Now let's go out to the freeway, where the same tornado, or possibly a second tornado, destroyed a tractor trailer, holding up traffic for hours. The screen showed a Ben and Jerry's ice cream truck that looked like it had been blown apart by a bomb. Suddenly, I saw something familiar. Hey, look, I said. What? Jake asked. It's gone now, I said. Are we taping this? Yeah, Marco said. What is it? Back the tape up. Back it up. Marco reversed the VCR tape. I watched as the camera panned back across the wreck. Then, right there, right there, I said. That girl. See? She's only in the shop for a second. Can you freeze frame her? Why? Jake asked. What is it? Marco rewound, then advanced the tape a frame at a time. A blurry figure appeared. The frame froze. What is the matter? Axe asked. Matter. Tur. Axe can be odd when he's in human morph. Having a mouth and being able to make sounds just fascinates him. Look at that girl, I said. Tall, blonde hair, barefoot. Wearing a black leotard? Jake's eyes widened in shocked recognition. So did Marco's. Oh my god, Marco whispered. It is. It's Rachel. It has to be. She must have just come out of a morph, I said. That's her morphing suit. And being barefoot and all? See, when we morph, we can't morph much clothing. Just something skin tight. And shoes? Forget shoes. I've tried morphing shoes. They end up looking like an entire pack of dogs played tug-of-war with him. What is Rachel doing out there? Jake demanded. She's supposed to be up in the mountains at that camp. You know what this means? Marco demanded. That thing, that thing that came after Axe and me was also right where Rachel was. Coincidence? I don't think so. Jake shook his head. No, not a coincidence. He looked at Axe. Do you know what this is? No, Axe said. I do not. It is not any race that I have ever heard of. But I agree. It is no coincidence. Sidence. Coincidence. Well, what is it? Marco demanded angrily. Tobias told us that it headed toward the forest at a very high speed, I said. 
It was heading for Rachel. The timing is right. The location is right. It attacked Marco and Axe, but then it stopped and went tearing off for Rachel. Why? What is the point? If it's some yerk weapon, it should have finished us off. I mean, it had Axe and me cold. We need to talk to Rachel, Jake said. Cassie? I'll call. I went to the phone, the one in the kitchen. I dialed Rachel's number. I've probably dialed that number every day for years. On the third ring. Hello? Hi, Jordan. Jordan is Rachel's younger sister. Is Rachel home? Dial Cassie. She's at the gymnastics thing. The camp? I felt a tingling up my spine. So, so she did go? Sure. She didn't come back early or anything? No. Why? Is something the matter? Nah, nothing. I was just thinking maybe... Never mind. Later. I hung up the phone and took several deep breaths. I didn't want to alarm the others. I went back to the living room. Marco was still yelling at the guy on the TV. It wasn't a tornado! Are people blind? A tornado does not have teeth! Jake saw me first. I tried to conceal the fear I felt inside. But I can't hide anything from Jake. He knows me too well. What is it? He asked. Rachel. She isn't home. They think she's at the camp. Jake, Marco, and Axe all stared for a moment. Then Marco rewound the tape and played it back. Tall, blonde, a model's body, wearing a black leotard and no shoes. It was Rachel. And she was definitely not at camp.